Hello there, talking fight fans. Thank you for joining me once again. Uh, here's another episode of Boxing News today, courtesy of our friends at Boxing247.com across the pond. And uh, they're telling us uh, they've got some results finally from Hylia Park, a big fight that happened on the weekend that resulted in a uh, second-round stoppage in the heavyweight division uh, with two fighters going toe-to-toe, Hector Perez getting uh, uh, knocked out, technically. Uh, by rising heavyweight uh, Lem- Lemir Perot. Anyway, let's, uh, let's go and see what else happened on this exciting card, uh, which was promoted, by the way, by Warriors Boxing and uh, Revolta Boxing. So, in, as I said, in the heavyweight division, uh, Lemir Perot is now 7-0 with four knockouts. Uh, he scored his technical knockout in the second round uh, over Hector Perez, who's now 7-5. Uh, in the cruiserweight division, uh, we saw undefeated uh, David Light, Remain undefeated with 11 knockouts, by the way, 18-0. With his technical knockout in uh, the first round, second minute, four seconds over Anthony Martinez, who's now 12-2. In the super lightweight division, we saw Arestes Velázquez, who's now 4-0 with four knockouts. Uh, knockout uh, Juan Carlos Salgado in round number two at 49 seconds. So Salgado is now 28-10-1. Uh, in the super bantamweight division, Victor Abreu, who's now 1-0, and uh, got himself a knockout in round number one over Esquiel Tevez, who's now 13-8. In the middleweight division, we saw John Martinez, who's now 14-2 with 12 knockouts, got a technical knockout in the fifth round over Sergio Castellano, who's now 11-10. In the cruiserweight division, we saw Ulysses Diaz uh, win over uh, ooh, a knockout in the first round uh, so he's got now a 13-1 record, 12 knockouts, over Mariano Jose Rivera, 14-10. In the super bantamweight division, Ariel Del Torre, who's now 8-0, remains undefeated with his technical knockout in the second round over Lucas Bias, who's now 37-22-5. In the super welterweight division, uh, we saw Levan Navarro, who's now 12-1, uh, got a unanimous decision. 80-72 on all cards over Salvador Ortiz, who's now 37-30. In the welterweight division, we saw Hugo Noriega maintain undefeated. He's now 2-0 with a uh, unanimous decision. 79-72 on all cards over Ramon de la Cruz Sena, who's now 23-33-3. And, and finally, in the light heavyweight division, Isaac Carbonell, who's now 6-0, remains undefeated with his technical knockout in the first round over Jose Emmanuel Morano Beltran, who's now 5-7. That all took place uh, on May 7th. It was uh, a card I'm telling you all about called Noche de Boxiana Cubana Dos. Uh, a great, great night of entertainment, I'm sure, down in Hyatt Park, down in Florida. Fantastic stuff. All right, let's move along over to, uh, oh, yes, Kenny Robles. An intriguing eight-round uh, junior welterweight uh, fight uh, upcoming between Kenny Robles and undefeated James Bernardine. We'll headline a big night of boxing on Friday, May 20th at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. And this is being promoted by King's Promotions. Robles out of Staten Island, New York, has a record of 9-1 nine, nine with three knockouts. And he has won previously over undefeated Sean West, who's now 9-1. And, and it's coming off an eight-round unanimous decision over Naim Nelson, who's now, uh, well, that was in Bethlehem, but no, no record there for Mr. Nelson. Bernardine, who fights out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, 6-0-1 with four knockouts and already has impressive wins over previously undefeated Osvaldo Morales, 4-0, uh, 
Edgar Torres, the 2 1. His last bout, the 29 year old Bernadine stopped Kevin Azamat in a sixth round on March 11th in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Taking part in a six round bout will be surging super middleweight Kanil Wheeler. Wheeler out of Bethlehem also is 7 1 with six knockouts. The 28 year old Wheeler has been impressive in beating previously undefeated Federer Julian. He's 12 0. Uh, last outing when he needed 82 seconds in taking out Ryan Adams on March 11th. Again, that fight card on uh, in Pennsylvania, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Seeing action in an eight-round lightweight bout will be undefeated Victor Padilla taking on Jesus Perez out of Sinaloa, Mexico. Uh, Padilla fights out of Philadelphia. He's 9-0 with eight knockouts. The 23-year-old Padilla has wins over Romain Tomas. And his last bout when he stopped previously undefeated Thomas Velasquez on March 10th, 2021, in Uncasville, Connecticut. In a six-round bout, we're going to see Kashon Hutchison, who's 10-5-1. Oh, no, sorry, 10-5 with one knockout out of Reading, Pennsylvania, take on Demon uh, Towns, 4-0 with three knockouts. He's fighting out of Providence, Rhode Island in the welterweight uh, division. Also on the card will be Kings Promotions fighters that will take part in six-round bouts. Junior middleweight James Martin, bantamweight Jonathan Rodriguez, uh, and they'll see opponents to be named later. Seeing action in the four-round bouts will be undefeated uh, Tanjay Te- Teasley, who's 2-0 with two knockouts. Uh, he's fighting out of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, taking on uh, Jeter Burgos. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Taking on Jeter Burgos, who's 1-0, fighting out of Bronx, New York. And apparently there's going to be more fights and opponents to be announced very shortly. So there's, there's a, a decent card shaping up in Philadelphia taking place on May 20th. All right, uh, taking place the next night down in Dubai. We're going to see Mickey Bay take on Devin Farmer. The highly anticipated showdown between former world champions Mickey Bay, who's 23-3-1 with 11 knockouts, and Tevin Farmer, who's 35-1 with six knockouts, will now take place at the Coca-Cola Arena in Dubai. The 10-round lightweight bout will still happen on May 21st. Due to COVID restrictions, we had to move our fight from Ghana, Africa to Dubai, said Bay. We still have a fantastic card in place with lots of United States fighters that have just been added. Tevin and I plan to put on a great show, and the winner is right back in the mix to fight for a world title. Bay feels, feels the venue change will be more beneficial to the event as Dubai is becoming a hotbed for big boxing events. He said, Dubai has been having a lot of big boxing events lately. Uh, whose last fight, by the way, was against George Kambosos, in which he lost a very close split decision. Uh, Floyd Mayweather is fighting in Dubai the weekend before his fight, which gives uh, gives you all indication how big boxing is going to be in that region. So opening up in Dubai, I'm seeing some good fights being lined up for sure. Let's let's move on to uh, one of my favorite uh, venues, the Lincoln Ballroom of the Ford Community and Performing Arts Center in Dearborn, Michigan, just outside of Detroit, where another Detroit Brawl is being lined up. Uh, let's see, a quick one here. Let's pick uh, round up. A 10 round super lightweight co main event has been added to the already stacked Salida Promotions special Memorial Day weekend kickoff Detroit Brawl event on Thursday, May 26, 2022, in the Lincoln Ballroom of the Ford Community and Performing Arts Center in Dearborn, Michigan. As IBF number four, WBA number 13, and WBO 11, and Ring Magazine's number seven super lightweight slugger, Shojahan Ergashev, will take on South American champion Luis Alberto Veron. Ergashev was 21 0, 19 knockouts, 
fighting out of Detroit via Uzbekistan and Veron, who's 19-3 and 2 with nine knockouts uh, of uh, Buenos Aires. Uh, we'll meet in the main supporting bout of night's main event featuring WBC number 11 rated Otto Wallen, 23-1 of Sweden, facing Detroit's own Rydell Booker, who's 26-5-1 with 13 knockouts. Tickets are already on sale. Uh, a heavy-handed southpaw that is considered one of boxing's hardest pound-for-pound punchers, Ergashev, is a former member of the Ushbek national team, now ranked in the top 15 in three of four major sanctioning bodies. The 30-year-old hails from Rachman, Uzbekistan, but lives and trains in Detroit at the Kronk Gym under Sugar Hill Stewart. I did not know that. Ergashev has made several exciting appearances on national television, including an impressive fourth-round knockout of veteran Abdiel Ramirez, a third-round knockout against then-top-10-rated top Sonny Fredrickson, a 10-round unanimous decision over previously unbeaten Michael Fox, and his most impressive victory to date, a first-round demolition of normally durable and capable veteran Adrian Estrella in January 2020, shortly before the pandemic. Ergoshev had this to say, I'm very excited to get back in the ring and back to work. This opportunity will help me climb higher in the rankings and defend my second home of Detroit. I grew up in Uzbekistan, but my career started here. I love Detroit. Not only the fights, but the atmosphere of training here with Sugar Hill inspires me. I feel happy and comfortable, and I plan to put on an interesting show for the fans. I certainly hope he is. And speaking of interesting shows, we've got one coming up this weekend featuring uh, Jermel Charlo going up against Brian Castano. Uh, and that's for the Undisputed Super Welterweight uh, World Championship Unification fight. Uh, on the undercard, we have uh, Boots Ennis going up against uh, a Canadian, Castillo Clayton, for the welterweight world title eliminator. Now, this is interesting because of what Boots Ennis has to say about this particular fight. He absolutely intends on knocking out Castillo Clayton. He makes no bones about it. Castillo Clayton, by the way, is 9-0-1, undefeated with 12 knockouts. Meanwhile, Ennis is 28-0 with 26 knockouts. So go either way, right. In their 12-rounder, 12, uh, 12 uh, IBF weight title limit scheduled uh, uh, in a co-feature spot, as I said, on that Charles Castano foot card. All right, that's, that's, this work is interesting. The winner of Saturday's Ennis versus Clayton fight will be the mandatory challenger for IBF welterweight champ, Errol the Truth Spence. Uh, we all know that Spence uh, is not going to wait uh, to fight either one of them because he's planning on taking on uh, uh, Terrence Crawford. So, who does that leave? Uh, you know, if, if Ennis wins, uh, that's a big if. But if he wins, he might take on Virgil Ortiz, Connor Ben, Ivan Golub, or David Avanesian. Uh, I imagine if you know, Custio is also uh, successful in his, uh, in, in, if he wins, he too will uh, be scheduled to fight uh, one of those fellows. But realistically, out of that bunch, it's uh, quite unlikely that. Uh, Conor Ben will take that 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 risk. Uh, he's he's managed by uh, Eddie Hearn, and it seems that uh, Eddie Hearn doesn't want to throw in uh, Conor Ben's chances where they are right now. So it looks like uh, Ivan Golub, or one of our favorites here in Talk and Fight, David Avanasian, uh, might go up against, as I said, the winner of uh, either Boots Ennis or Castillo Clayton. Big fight going on, but uh, Jaron Ennis feels quite comfortable that he'll uh, come out on top of that fight. And, uh, and he wants to challenge uh, Spence and even Crawford. 
but that seems unlikely in the short term. Uh, so he'll be looking to fight uh, one of those other four fighters that I mentioned earlier. Um, the author of this particular article, a fellow by the name of Alan Fox, who's writing for Boxing News 24, by the way, says, and it should make easy work of the 34-year-old Canadian Clayton on Saturday, as this is not one of the major talents in the division. Although Clayton fought in the 2012 Olympics for Canada, he looked unimpressive in his fight against Sergei Limpness last year, laboring to a 12-round draw. In comparison, Ennis destroyed Lipinets in six rounds last year in April. So just a quick look here at Custio Clayton's last six opponents. Cameron Kral, uh, unanimous decision, 10-round win. Lipinets draw. Dega Ramirez, knockout in the uh, eighth round. Johan Perez, uh, uh, scored that decision in the 10th round. Demarcus Corley, a knockout in the sixth. And Stefan Daniel, another uh, unanimous decision in the 12th round. For some reason, Clayton's management has matched him like a fighter with like, little amateur experience, bringing up a uh, glacially slow pace. Eight years as a professional, and the only name on Clayton's resume is Lipinets. Whoa. This fight is everything to me. The, the big stage is time to shine. I'm going to show everyone I've got coming off this knockout so friends come see I'm going to show them what I can do and close the show with a knockout uh, Jared Ennis's last six opponents uh, Thomas DeLorne knocked out in the first round Lipinets knocked out in the sixth round Chris Van Heerden no contest uh, Juan Carlos Abrio technical knockout in the sixth Bathyar Ibioff technical knockout in round four and Damian Fernandez technical knockout in round three well, we'll see how that goes uh, for our Canadian friend, Costio Clayton, if you remember, on Talking Fights uh, Friday night uh, panel. We had his cousin, uh, Kirk Johnson, come on and speak on his behalf. And he honestly feels that uh, Costio Clayton has a chance to win against Ennis. Uh, but clearly this writer of this article does not feel the same way. And nor does Boots Ennis. So we look forward to that result. We look forward to that fight, as well as other fights I've mentioned upcoming. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight on uh, Boxing News today. It was good to have you aboard. Remember to like, share, subscribe. I'll see you at 4 p.m. with Knuckle Up, uh, the boys Mike Gore and uh, Cedric Ben. Thank you very much for joining me. Hit the notification bell and we'll see you later on. Thank you.